Winnipeg, Manitoba is our next stop on our journey across Canada in our year in review session. Stay tuned for my conversation with Kyle Coffey, Manitoba Outreach Director. All right, folks, welcome back to the Pro-Life Guys podcast, a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations about abortion so together we can change minds, save lives, and transform our culture. I hope that if you listen to this um, day of posting or near the day of posting, you're having a wonderful Christmas season. If you listen to it way later, then I hope you're still having a great season. Uh, we've been making our way west, um, eastward across Canada. We started in Vancouver. We went to Calgary yesterday. Today, we are in Winnipeg, Manitoba, chilly Winnipeg, Manitoba, with um, great friend and colleague Kyle Coffey. Um, he did the internship with me back in 2017. Um, he has been fearlessly leading our Manitoba Outreach Initiative um, ever since. He's a phenomenal dude. He's been on the show before. We we talked about the high school boot camp that he hosted earlier this year. We're going to talk about that again today um, and a number of other things. It's been a cool year. It's been an amazing year, 2023, across the country, not just because of our Faces of Abortion Tour, but um, because of the growth, because of the engagement, because of all of the outreach that has been done. Um, and, and that is due in huge part to people like Kyle, the staff, the outreach leaders, the volunteers, the financial partners, the prayer warriors in Manitoba, um, and all the incredible work that they've been doing this year. And so here's my conversation with Kyle Coffey, uh, Manitoba Outreach Director, for our Manitoba initiative. Kyle Coffey from Winnipeg, Manitoba. How are you doing, sir? Doing good, Cam. How are you doing? I am living the dream. We are winding down 2023. This has been an absolute whirlwind of a year for basically everybody in the entire organization. New stuff popping up all the way across the country. Um, and, and new people as well popping up all around the country. I don't know if we're going to get a guest appearance from Josh here at some point, but um, I, I've been doing this with, with all the different offices across Canada. You are number three as we move from West Coast to East Coast. Um, when, when you look back at 2023 um, and the year that has been 2023, high level wise, what stands out to you? I know there's a year of a lot of firsts um, for you in, in Manitoba here. So what, what stands out for you? Yeah, the the biggest uh, first and the biggest thing that stands out for me is a boot camp that we ran back in March. Um, this was the first time we had done an event of this scale in Manitoba, and uh, we were very excited to have 23 participants come for three days. And, uh, you know, there was hotels, there was a pool, there was uh, all sorts of good stuff, apologetics, training in uh, strategy and going out and doing outreach at a local university campus. So it was it was a blast of an event. Uh, the participants, they had an amazing time. They left a ton of good feedback and and we're really excited about moving forward with that event. Yeah, Absolutely. I was out there for it. It was an absolute blast. I'm going to drop in the show notes below um, for all of our audience members the, the episode that you and I and a number of other participants of that high school crash, um, high school boot camp, um, should I say, um, did right after the boot camp was done and as it was concluding and obviously this gave us a, a tremendous amount of hope for our calgary crash course as well the first time we ever did that um as we uh, recounted yesterday with Quana, um and and all that kind of thing uh, one more follow-up on that i i think that one of the the greatest reasons for for myself for um being really really excited about the high school boot camp was how many of the participants also stayed engaged afterwards as well but it wasn't as though this was a 
uh, one time they ticked the the boot camp off their bucket list and then we mm-hmm. never heard back from them. Um, it, am I correct in thinking that many of them have participated in at least one activism event afterwards, if not multiple? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, in the weeks after the boot camp, almost right away, we were able to get a team of like 10, 12 people. So, so over half of the boot campers out doing outreach. You know, these are kids who they had to, to commute in like an hour and a half, some of them, uh, to come and do outreach. And, and that was actually one of the even bigger highlights of the year was seeing these high schoolers going door to door in a residential area of Winnipeg. You know, many of them were from outside the city and uh, taking the skills that they had learned and, and going door to door, spreading the pro-life message. It was, it was really great to see, yeah. Absolutely. We were blessed to have one of one of the participants as well participate in the two-month summer internship here in mm-hmm. Calgary. Shout out to Kafui, who is incredible. She's at um, Our Lady Seat of Wisdom right now for her college. I know that she's um, hopefully still planning on, on plugging in with um, the Winnipeg group this coming summer, again, upcoming. Mm-hmm. But before I get too far ahead of myself with what's coming down the two for 2024, so that's kind of high level. So we we got yeah. a, a boot camp. Maybe actually before we dive on, um, and, and I kind of alluded to it, um, we, we have another intern alumni who's got um, an exciting kind of development there in Winnipeg. You've been working solo, obviously, for a, a huge majority of your time in Manitoba. We've had some other incredible contributors between Paola and Matty Halleck and, and others. Um, maybe, maybe just a quick thought on Josh. And, and if he's in the background, he's welcome to poke his head in because I know that he pops over to work at, at your place occasionally. But um, maybe just a quick word on the role that Josh will be doing um, and, and how cool it is to have a second man on board um, on Winnipeg. Yeah, so a couple of years ago, Josh Joshua Dick, he had uh, enrolled in our Outreach Leader Program, which is a part-time program that we've done. Uh, it's, it has an activism focus. And then uh, last summer, he interned, like you mentioned, out in Calgary for two months and discerned that he wanted to come on full-time. And so this fall, he fundraised. He's completely fundraised. He's uh, started his role as the Winnipeg Volunteer Coordinator. So what Josh's role will be is onboarding, uh, recruiting volunteers, training them, mentoring them, leading them in outreach, facilitating, you know, scheduling outreach, things of that sort. So just everything volunteer related, including volunteer appreciation events. And, uh, and then he'll be helping me with a, a variety of other things like planning boot camp and, and other things that we have on the go as well. So yeah, really exciting to have Josh come on staff. Uh, it is very good to be working side by side with somebody. Um, is a fantastic experience i'm uh you know i'm not a big people person but i like people i might not like crowds as much but i like working with people and it's great to have someone uh working with so yeah really exciting Absolutely. And, and he's an absolute gem as well. He, as we've mm-hmm. mentioned, he's, he was here um, in Calgary over the summer, was an incredible addition to our internship team. I do apologize, Rose, if you're listening. I, I forgot to mention you as part of the staff team that has contributed tremendously to the Winnipeg um, initiative. And so shout out to Rose, um, who's now in St. Louis, Missouri. And so she's, um, I'm sure that you're still in touch with her a little bit, but I'm not oh, able yeah. to yeah. be. And, and Rose person. was a real big Rose was a real big driver behind the, the Winnipeg boot camp. Um, I remember she had uh, really put it on my radar as an idea that might maybe would have a bit of traction because um, uh, I was used to working with university age people mostly. And uh, yeah. and yeah, it was an event that really took off. So kudos to, to Rose for that. Yeah. 
You do. Okay, so that, that's high level. That is our the boot camp. It touched on the outreach leader position, um, as well as Josh coming on. Maybe maybe if we get a little bit closer to the ground and and think on experiences, interactions, people that that you came in touch with over this past year, are there any mm-hmm. kind of touch points that that stand out in your mind as as memorable moments from twenty twenty three? Yeah, I think uh, so. One of the boot campers, Chloe Dirksen, she uh, really has a heart for preborn children. I think that boot camp really, um, really got her involved, really laid this issue on her heart. And she has come out to activism quite consistently. She drives quite a distance to come, gets all the training that she can to be a better advocate. Uh, so I'm really, really impressed with with her and uh and just her involvement and commitment. Um, so on a positive note, there's that. Uh, also, you know, I don't remember my conversations that well. You know, you get a lot of testimonies where you see somebody change their mind and it was a 5, 10, 15, 20 minute conversation. Um, but those become a bit of a blur over time, I find anyways, um, unless there's something really striking about the conversation. Uh, but actually kind of on a, on a very... Uh, Heavy note, uh, the conversations that stick the most with me are the ones where someone's really been touched by abortion in a very terrible way. And and it really, you know, it's really left them traumatized. And so those conversations really stick out to me. Someone who's had an abortion, someone who's lost a loved one to abortion or something of that sort. And just a, a couple of weeks ago, we were at the University of Manitoba campus and... I met two ladies who had been sexually assaulted and had chosen abortion. One one was 16 years old. And yeah, just seeing, you know, the 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 unresolved trauma that they're going through, it really impresses upon me the need to be on campus and to get this education into people's minds so we have less and less people who are being traumatized in that way and of course losing their children to abortion. You know, I remember talking with one girl, she was 16 and and uh, I asked her, well, you know, when we got to that part of the conversation about where, you know, we'd often ask them, you know, if this had been different or if that had been different, if you had this support or that support, would that, that have led to a different result uh, if you would have kept your baby? And yeah, if she had known about such a thing as like open adoption, the idea of placing her child for an open adoption and staying in touch with that child, she told me that she would have made a different choice. And that was just really heartbreaking to to hear, you know. So um yeah, it really encourages me to go back though and and to share the truth with with others. Yeah. Absolutely. And and you hit on it precisely in the end. And and so many of us within CSPR, whether staff or interns or volunteers, people that come out super regularly or even infrequently, having those kinds of really weighty conversations and appreciating just how vital this education is. The number of times each of us have spoken to somebody who has articulated, yeah, if if only I'd had this conversation a couple of years ago, if only I've had had, had this kind of friendship or, or known about this or that, then then my child would still be alive and how heartbreaking that is for us and yet how vital that is for them to be able to kind of get that closure and understand the injustice that has occurred, the hope and healing that that there is for, for mothers and fathers after abortion, and then to try to get many of them thinking about what impact they can have going forward. I mean, so often uh, we talk about in our presentations about how influential post-abortive mothers and fathers are to to people around them 
right? That I mean, if I often use the the superfluous example of if, if you're going to travel to a place you've never been before, you're probably going to ask somebody who's been there what it's like. If, if you're going to Europe and backpacking for six months, you're probably going to talk to somebody who's been there and get their take yeah. on on the good, bad, the ugly kind of thing. How much more so for something like abortion? And so for moms and dads who have chosen abortion themselves, how pivotal of a role they can play in averting other people away from abortion once they themselves have come to recognize that this was not an appropriate solution for what they were going through. Um, so valuable to have that point of um, point of reach uh, with with these moms and dads. And as difficult as it can be for you and I to have those heartbreaking conversations, how vital it is for the protection of preborn children going forward. Yeah, totally agree. Couldn't have said better. Yeah. Gotcha. And so for... That, that's a bit of a look back on 2023. I'm sure there's lots more that we could say, but but looking forward to 2024, we've talked about Josh coming on staff and how he's going to be contributing towards um, the volunteer role. What, what do you mm-hmm. got coming down the tube for 2024? Are you excited? I mean, hopefully you're excited. This would be a bit of a, a letdown oh, yeah. if you say, oh, I can't, oh, I'm not looking forward to this at all. It's going to be the worst year I know, but what's coming down the tube for 2024? Yeah, so with Josh coming on staff as a volunteer coordinator, that frees me up to spend a bit more time networking with churches and getting more programming into churches and schools and homeschool co-ops and, and, and the sort. So really excited to offer CCBR's suite of educational programs to those communities in a more focused way. Um, another thing that's coming up, uh, potentially anyways, is the is a having an internship in Manitoba. So right now we have a part-time outreach leader program, which is kind of a go in between an internship experience and a volunteer experience uh, where there's a bit more training that's given and a lot of activism that's done, uh, you know, working a couple days a week, let's say. Uh, but an internship is a full-time experience. And so CCBR, as the listeners may know, has internships in Calgary. I think that was established in 2010 in Toronto, established in 2014. And so this would be the first time an internship is done in a like in another community in some time, other than our traveling internship, which has gone to various communities over the years, uh, including Winnipeg. And uh, the only thing that's contingent on is just having the funds to make it happen. And so I'm also hitting the ground doing that, uh, trying to reach out to members of the business community and various uh, pro-life communities in Manitoba, to get the support that's needed to bring this core program of CCBRs to Winnipeg. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Um, I had a great internship in 2017. It was very instrumental in my decision to come on staff and gave me all the tools that I needed to, to do well in this role. And I'm really excited about bringing that program, God willing, to Winnipeg. Uh, it will definitely be a step forward for CCBR, but it'll be a, a huge step forward for the Manitoba Initiative. So really Absolutely. exciting. Absolutely. And I, I am so excited about this idea of expanding our internship opportunities because for a lot of people, it can be tricky to travel a long ways away from home um, to be able to do an internship. We, I mean, we try to make it as manageable as possible for people by arranging housing and all that kind of stuff. But the fact remains that there's a lot of people that have commitments in their home communities that might not be a full-time job per se, but maybe they're not in a position to move out of their family's dwelling. Maybe they're, they've got other commitments for weekends or evenings and that kind of thing. And, and they're just not able to get away um, for several months at a time in those capacities. And so to be able to provide opportunity for them to do regular pro-life outreach. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, the difference between the outreach role 
and a full internship of just the, the sheer volume and capacity that they can take on the the development and rhythm that they can cultivate for themselves and that you can work with them on but also the volume of outreach is is difficult to compare and so um, maybe, maybe let's talk a little bit more uh, of the, the fundraising target. I, I think that we're in the ballpark of between 20 and 25,000 that we're, we're aiming to generate to be able to facilitate a, a four or five person program in yeah. um, Winnipeg. I know that you've been meeting with a ton of supporters um, and businesses and other entities, but what, what does that um, kind of process look like? And, and for audience listeners, whether they're in Manitoba or whether they're from around the world, how could they contribute towards helping CCBR expand um, our, our opportunities for, for students, for young people generally, but, but not always just um, high school, university age students, maybe, maybe older people as well, to be able to commit yeah. full-time hours to doing this? Yeah. And so, so just for the listeners, like this uh, internship is a world-class uh, program, summer jobs program for youth. So it's high school aged, university aged and beyond. And, you know, we provide them with tons of ap training and apologetics, you know, a lot of core training up front in the first week or two of the program, and then weekly trainings, weekly homework assignments. So there's an academic component. And then they spend probably over about over half their time out on the streets doing outreach uh, through our various projects, uh, like choice chain project, postcarding, door knocking. And, uh, and that really gets the pro-life message in, uh, through communities as uh, sizable as Winnipeg's, you know, with over 750,000 people. Um, now the goal that we uh, are looking for to, to reach is about $25,000. That's the incremental or the additional cost to the Manitoba team of bringing this internship uh, to, to Manitoba and how people can support that. So if you're local to Winnipeg or within a couple hours drive, I'm totally willing to, to meet with you and to share more about our strategy and more about the internship and what we're doing to protect preborn children in Manitoba. Uh, if you're Outside of Manitoba, let's say, or a little bit further away than that two-hour or two-and-a-half-hour uh, radius around Winnipeg, uh, we can always connect over Zoom, over another uh, video conferencing platform, and meet there, and I can share about our vision and our projects through there. And uh, if, uh, if you know that you want to make a donation to CCBR and a uh, meeting's not necessary, you can always go to endthekilling.ca slash donate. And just designated Absolutely. for the Manitoba Initiative. Absolutely, I was going to say that as well. Designated towards the Winnipeg Initiative, and um, that'll allow us to get there. I know that, like you said, there, you've already been having some meetings. I know that we're part of the way towards our goal of twenty-five thousand um, mm -hmm. dollars, and and that can be a monthly partnership. That can be a one-time. Um, financial partnership whatever makes the most sense for you for your business for your family whatever that looks like i know that we're still somewhat in the season of giving and and maybe you can build this into um your giving plan for 2024 um i, I think this is an incredible opportunity to provide extensive opportunity towards people in in manitoba and and yeah while winnipeg may not be um the cultural center that um that toronto or vancouver may be abortions happen in Winnipeg, and we have a great leadership team between yourself, Kyle, and now Josh um, out there for, to be able to provide opportunities for for people locally. I think this is an, an incredible opportunity. And so, whether you're from a big city, whether you're from a small town, I, I cannot um, 
encourage you enough to, to prayerfully consider financial partnership in this capacity to help us reach this goal, to make this internship a possibility so that we reach hundreds of thousands of people in 2024 in Manitoba alone, which is really cool. Um, I'm sure that I missed another stuff. We're, we're doing another high school camp, I believe. What, what week are we looking at? Generally speaking, I don't know if you've got a calendar right in front of you, but um, we're doing another high school camp, I believe, in Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. So last year we had 23 participants. I'm looking to see if we can grow it, make it an even better camp. It again will be during the spring break in March in Winnipeg, um, uh, March 25th to the 27th. So it's during Holy Week at the beginning of Holy Week there. That way it doesn't get in the way of uh, people's Easter obligations. Um, yeah, really excited about that. Uh, I know some of the kids who came last year are really excited about coming back and I'm really counting on them, uh, sharing with their friends and, and bringing them along and having an overall great experience. Yeah. Love it. And and a huge part of as much as obviously the pinnacle of the camps are, are doing the outreach and, and changing hearts and minds. I, if I remember correctly, this past year, there was just over 200 conversations that we had and and approximately 80 or 85 people who became fully pro-life by the end of conversations, those out of the 200, which is really, really cool. The 200, including pro-lifers already, I believe. And so we're looking to build on that with more students and more engagement, all that kind of thing. Um, but but secondary to that, and, and the training obviously they get as well, is to the community component. I, I, oh. <laughs> I chuckle every time I think about the community capacity uh, that was getting built there amongst the participants and the, the wild and obnoxious debates that were happening in the back of my van, at least, um, <laughs> and, and whatnot, and the friendships that were being made and whatnot, and how important this is for... Um, for high school students in particular, I mean, high school years are tough, especially if there's isolation, right? Like even if you're in a really strong high school with a good Christian ethic, whether you're homeschooled, whether you're in a public school, whatever it might look like, building friendships with like-minded people who have the same priorities in mind is so vital. And so even for all the parents who might be tuning in as well, um, consider whether it's the Winnipeg um, high school camp. We run one in Toronto as well. We, we're going to be running one in Calgary um, and we're hoping Lord willing to um, have one in Vancouver this year as well. Um, awesome. Absolutely. Send people that direction, send your high school, your teens. Um, there's tons of chaperones and lots of um, guidance and opportunity and whatnot. And we'd love to talk more about what that can look yeah. like. So yeah. And just on another note with the boot camps there, like some people might be wondering, like, is this for me? Am I for this type of outreach, this type of engagement on the pro-life issue? And, you know, I just want to leave an anecdote. And I'm sure it was your your similar experience as well. Anytime you've uh, had a van full of uh, students going to do outreach um, on the first day of the boot camp there, you know, when we were doing the first workshop, you could hear a pin drop in the room when we were going in the van to outreach at the University of Manitoba campus. Again, silence in the van with like six other uh, students, high school students. And I got to tell you, on the way back, they're all laughing. They're very excited. And every trip after that to and from activism was just a blast. Everyone was very excited about doing this outreach. And so I think there's something here for everybody. Every temperament has strengths and weaknesses when it comes to doing this type of outreach. And just give it a chance and you'll, it'll surprise you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're the man, Kyle. Appreciate all the hard work that you do out there, especially for how long you've been carrying the load solo out there. I, I hope that we can continue building a team around you, not only more staff building upon Josh, um, but also with through the internship, through the volunteer team, building a, a vibrant and robust team in, in Winnipeg. So appreciate all the work that you're doing out there. And thanks a ton for joining the show today.
Awesome. Thank you, Cam, for having me. All right, folks, that was my conversation with Kyle Coffey, Manitoba Outreach Director for the Manitoba Initiative. He's an incredible guy. If you're in Manitoba, you absolutely need to connect with him. He's the best, and he'll be able to find a great way for you to get plugged in with everything that he's got going on out there. Um, and also, links in the in the show notes for how you can get plugged in, how you can be a part of what's going on there, whether it's um, personally participating, um, one of your children, one of your neighbors or, or friends or whatever, participating in one of the programs coming up this summer, um, or if that's financial partnership in a way that um, can allow us to expand our internship opportunities to uh, Manitoba. I think that'd be really, really great. And um, yeah, so we're, we're looking to fundraise that, that $25,000 or so. I know that Kyle has some amount of that, whether it's five or ten thousand dollars already fundraised, we've got a significant portion of that remaining. So, if you want to help enable young men and women to dedicate full time hours towards changing minds and saving lives, please click in the show notes below um, to be a part of that success. And so, thanks a ton for tuning in. Um, if you have any questions, hit me up email at prolifeguys.com. May God bless you abundantly wherever you're at, however many hours are left in your day.